Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here. It is Friday after the main show, which can only mean one thing. Rich is here. We're talking horse racing. Yes, indeed. We're talking ponies and hopefully some, uh, <laughs> we're going to talk ponies and boxing and not the boxing in the punch you in the face sense, but in the betting sense. Oh, okay. I was like, whoa, I wasn't ready for this. I'm not prepared. <laughs> no, because last week we had the, in the, God. the previous, we had some nice long shots hitting in our third spot. And I've, we've talked many times that sometimes handicapping can be the easy part, but lining them up in the right order for the bet can be the difficult part. And, we both agreed last week, just, just screw it. Let's box it anytime we have some long shots. Yeah, let's just box all these son of a bitches. Yeah, for sure. <sighs> all we're right. going to go to a couple different places today. We're going to be horse track travelers. In the day of COVID, when you can't go anywhere, we're going to go everywhere. Oh, I like that. We're, we're going to go from uh, Belmont in New York to uh, Keeneland in Lexington, Kentucky, where they'll be hosting the Breeders' Cup in just a couple, like three weeks, I think, maybe hmm. three or four weeks. Yeah. Okay. Big races, long, long week. That's going to be for me. I, I I look forward to it, but I don't at the same time. <laughs> I understand. So where are we going first here? We'll start in New York. We're going to start in race eight because we're, we're going to look for a little bit of value today and uh, where there's not definitive favorites because there's a couple of races where there are some like even money or six to five or three to five shots. And, you know, we'll avoid those this weekend. We're going to go to the Belmont Park. Race 8 okay. is the Flower Bowl Stakes. So we're celebrating college football right <laughs> off the get-go here. It's a grade one race. We're a mile and a quarter on the inner turf. And um, I think we have some some decent value in this race. We're going to start off with uh, number three, Civil Union, uh, which is how probably a lot of marriages should be. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to push it down to 2% by the time this show's over. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this civil union, she's run uh, twice at Belmont Park and won both of them. She's won three in a row, twice at the distance, and uh, has a, a win and a third. Horse is making its second start off uh, a, a little bit of a rest. And the last time the horse ran a two-race cycle, the improvement from the first race to the second race was a, a huge jump. So if she makes the same jump again, I would expect that she can make this race uh, the fourth win in a row. Uh, if she doesn't win, then my second pick is the real horse, the number one horse, Cambiar Park, probably another French word that we had early on in the shows when we first started doing it and I was <laughs> doing my French accents. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Um, this horse is five to two, also making the second layoff uh, start from a break off the bench. And the trainer, Chad Brown, who wins everything in New York, um, he wins at about 26% of the time with horses making their second start. He's bringing the horse down from Canada, from Woodbine. And he, he's pretty good at placing his horses from one track to the another. Whenever he brings an invader, that horse wins it about 29% of the time. And this horse has run uh, one, five of its eight turf course races. So Cambria Park should be a real threat to win. Mm. Um, the six horse is the third pick, and that is Nay Lady Nay. Irish. Uh, yeah, is that Irish horse? Yeah, so tell him here it's an Irish horse. Yeah, well, oh, from Ireland, yeah. Okay. I thought Nay Lady Nay was like an Irish saying or something. I did not know. <laughs> oh, oh, it could be. I don't know. Yeah. 
It could be. It's like a whole it's, different. It's a whole, like a whole different country over there, Rich. It, kind of, sort of. Yeah, it is. I can just go to Notre Dame to get a taste of that. I should ask Panther about it. <laughs> <laughs> you spend as much time in Notre Dame as he has. <laughs> Probably. I've been there once. Yeah. Penn State game many, 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 many years ago. Jumped on the field and walked up to uh, Jerome Bettis, who surprisingly was not that tall. I'm five nine. Yeah. And he was maybe a half an inch taller than I was. Mm. Not much, but he was definitely a lot of a larger person. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. Did you challenge him to an arm wrestling match right there? I told him, come on, dude. I have an MMA, uh, you know, bucket list thing. Let's do it. But he he was afraid. He ran the other way. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, All right. So much like Cambria Park, Nay Lady Nays run on turf eight times and won five of them. Also, another horse that's making a second start off the break and showed improvement in the second race compared to the first. And another Chad Brown horse, like I said, he wins everything. So with two horses in this race, he probably win this one too. Uh, this horse won the last time out at, by five and a half lengths at Laurel Park. I'm not a huge fan of horses that come from Laurel or Monmouth or some of the secondary tracks like uh, Parks to the more first-tier tracks. That's yeah. why I have rated third. But Chad Brown, again, is good at placing his horses. And when one wins, it typically wins the next race at about 30% of the time. So that's a pretty high strike rate there. And then uh, rounding it out with number two, my sister, Nat. Yet another Chad Brown. Well, hell, you're going to win every race if you have every horse in the race, right? Right, exactly. Yeah, and this is French. Yeah, we're covering the whole continent. The whole here. continent. Whole- Chad Brown is just importing from all over the world. All over the world. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and, and putting them all in the same race to make sure he wins. So uh, my sister Nat finished his second last time out by a length, was the favorite against some of the horses in this field, including our top our top choice. And when his horses are favorites and they lose, uh, he rebounds at about 28 29% the next time around the track with that horse. So I think those four horses are where you're going to find the winner, the second-place horse, and probably the third-place horse. So I'm doing an exact box of one, two, three, and six – because we're boxing on this show. And then I'm doing the same thing for the trifecta. <laughs> if one of them scratches, then the number four and number seven. So La Signare. So we have an Italian horse apparently too. And the number seven, Lovely Lucky. Yeah, just a straight up Las Vegas horse. Now that's uh, only if somebody scratches. You're not going to box four and seven. No, I'm just going to add them in if... Um, this is scratches. One of them scratches. So if one so, horse scratches four, if two horses scratches four and seven. Yeah, they're that, pretty much in any order. So okay. I, you can add either one of them. Oh, okay. okay. So you can probably um, count on the four and seven winning. Yeah. And then the other four coming second and third and fourth right behind them. <laughs> uh, it's been that so kind of... we're going to skip into the Jetsons mobile and, f- and flutter our way down to... Uh, Kentucky to Lexington, Kentucky, home of the Kentucky University, right? The Wildcats. And uh, we're going to go to race number eight. It's the Hagyard Fayette Stakes. That's a very southern sounding name, as we talked about um, Mm. um, pre-show. And this is a mile and an eighth on the regular course. It might rain a little bit, so pay a little bit of attention to some horses that have some history on uh, an off track. So you could see some scratches there, So, but maybe not. Uh, the horse I have on top um, is, is a horse by the name of Tax. 
It's the eight horse because we all love our taxes. Mm -hmm. He ran one time at Keeneland and won. So that's, uh, that's, I know Keeneland's kind of a weird track for some reason. Horses that fare well elsewhere sometimes run on Keeneland and just don't do well at all. I, I don't know why that is, but in his one trip across Keeneland, maybe it's a heavy track. He won and then uh, he's been training. He hasn't raced since May, but he's been training like a, like a, a like insane bolt. And he's got three bullet workouts were the fastest workouts on that day at that distance in his last four workouts did a little tune up last time so he's going to come off the bench and uh, he has run at times very well off the bench except for the last two he's just gotten crushed but prior to that he had won two out of his other three fresh starts so i think looking at those um workouts i'm leaning more towards he returns to the form where he comes off the bench off the sideline sharp and i expect a sharp race out of him again at keeneland okay um the second horse i have is mr freeze sticking to that uh doing well at the track theme he's got two races at keeneland a win and a second he's running in his second start off a break and uh, he typically gets a little bit better or maybe about the same in the second race. So he ran a good enough speed figure last time out to do okay. He has one of the highest lifetime speed figures at the distance, which I like. Um, it means he's got a lot of upside. And he's raced really well at, at uh, a mile and an eighth. He's done it six times, only won once, but he has a pair of seconds and pair of thirds. So five out of six times he cashed you know, a, a in-the-money check. So that's a pretty good rate hit rate there as well have we we've talked three, about him before real quick right mr freeze mr freeze probably we had him yeah. somewhere maybe like in uh oaklawn handicap or the metropolitan yeah. handicap probably the metropolitan handicap where vacoma just ran just a sick race so he, he sounds but, familiar yeah just trying to go mm -hmm. back and look all right yeah i think too it's kind of like mr freeze is also a uh like one of those ben gay things too but like for whoa. athletes whoa 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 <laughs> i didn't say ben is i said ben gay oh okay so the next horse we have is number three. That's Crafty Daddy. And um, this is a horse that's making its third start off a layoff. And in between his first and second race, so he ran at, El at Ellis Park in mm -hmm. Kentucky, a little cheaper track, and then went to Churchill Downs, which is a, you know, a premier track, first-tier track. And he ran some really improved fractions in his last race. And that is probably i would say one of my favorite handicapping angles horses that show improvement big improvement from one race to the next and many times they come out in that the the next race and run their best race so he's five to one crafty dad he's run on turf eight times and finished in the money 75 percent of the time so yeah i think he'll do uh i think if that trend continues with the improvement i expect him to run a really big race okay um, number nine is the fourth pick, Momosa. Kind of sound a little bit like um, Moses Malone after they won the <laughs> yeah the uh, championship there. And way, way, way back, most of the people probably listened weren't even alive back then. But it's a horse coming from really um, Remington Park in in uh, in Oklahoma, which is really a lower tier track. 
not knocking it. It's just not the same thing as running at Santa Anita or Belmont or Saratoga or any of the better tracks. Prior to that, he ran at uh, Ellis Park. But he did run the highest last race speed rating, which is about a 30% winning angle. It's like betting on the favorite. And you have a, just a really strong jockey-trainer combination in Michael Maker, who's won at 36% during the current Keeneland meet, and Florent Giroux, back to French, or maybe Canadian, um, who's won at 25%. So really, usually a really good jockey's not going to get on in a second. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie, but just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, Anywhere, use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Your horse, unless it's his only, his only mount. Um, and the only other time that Florent rode this horse was at Ellis Park two races ago. And it was his best race, winning by four and a quarter lengths. Making his third start off the break, and at 12 to 1, I think you got a nice shot in here that this horse can win, despite coming from a smaller track. I dig it. I dig it. So, once again, we're going to box our tri our exacta, 3689. 3689. Mm-hmm. And then our trifecta, we're going to do just the 368 on top with 3689. And then we're going to go three, six, eight, nine, ten on the third leg, which is our first alternative horse, which is Aurelius Maximus. Mm. That's uh, it's Italian, right? It's not yeah, yeah. from the movie Gladiator, right? I think so. I think his dad was Biggest Dickus. <laughs> Probably. And then the other one is number one, Coastal Defense. You're going to put him on the on the uh, on the show. scratch list. Scratch list. Okay, he's on the yeah. scratch list. Okay. So 10, is 10 on the scratch list too? Yeah. If any of the other horses, okay. the first one I would throw up in there is the 10. And then the second one would be coastal defense. If it rains and the horses move off, uh, yeah. uh, well, if they, you're going to, you could see some scratches in the rain because some owners don't want to run the horse because the, uh, you know, the chances for injury might go up a little bit. 
it's only a 200k purse not worth it to go three six eight nine ten one box on a, a trifecta right that's just not well, gonna... the purse has nothing to do with the money pool right that's just how much the horses are worth but i mean uh, doesn't purse kind of in, indicate general interest or like you know i mean the bigger the purses wouldn't doesn't that attract more eyeballs well, the bigger the purse, yeah, it depends because you can okay. have a million dollar race like at Woodbine, and no yeah. one's really going to pay attention up in Canada. That's fucking Canada. Yeah, yeah, it's Canada. it's Canadian I mean, dollars, where it's just like you know, seven hundred and fifty bucks U.S. Like Venezuelan dollars. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. We have a, we do have some Canadian listeners, and I apologize for Rich's uh, Rich's slander of your fine country. It's all jokes. That's all. I'm sure they joke about us too. Oh, they do. They do. Uh-huh. That's okay. I mean, it's it's all. Well, I don't know what happened to humor. I know it's like 2020, and comedians are afraid to go out on the road. But we're not afraid here, Arch. No, we're not. Yeah, and we shouldn't be. And the people who listen, don't be afraid. Go online and say whatever the hell you want. It's the one place where you're not going to get banned. But for the purposes of the Apple Corporation, if somebody says something offensive to you on the app and and it, uh, it offends your sensibilities, you can flag it for the admins. Yes. Yes, because that's what Apple required us to, to have. And so we live by the corporate rules. Otherwise, we're dead. Right. I mean, we can't not have an app on the i you know, for iPhone, you know? No. Too much power and too few hands. But what can you say? So let's try to make some money so we can uh, maybe start our own Apple. <laughs> Sounds good. So the next race we're going to do is the Queen Elizabeth Challenge Cup. Oh. Stakes. I'd say it's the actually, queen. Yeah, it's, it's the queen. I mean, it's actually a race where she's come to in the past, but as we mentioned early on, I don't think anybody's doing that kind of international traveling in this COVID environment. Maybe next year she'll be back. I don't know. So we're going to do, um, we're going to start. Uh, this race has, I think, some good value because there's really not a big favorite. And we're going to start with Sweet Melania, um, the two horse. Uh, this is a horse that is never finished out of the money in eight races, three wins, two seconds, and three thirds. And on turf, the horse has run um, six times, hit the board and everyone obviously, ran on dirt as well twice, finished third both those times. So if the race goes off the dirt, uh, off the uh, turf and onto the dirt because of the rain, horses that do well on turf a lot of times do well on, on soft dirt as well so mm-hmm. she finished second by a nose as the favorite last time out and um when trainer todd pletcher's horses fail as the favorite he rebounds at about 26 percent. so she's also making a second start off the break and is a horse that can improve in the second start uh, but her typical race is probably good enough she'll be up near the lead so you'll be able to keep an eye on her all the way around the track You'll be engaged. And again, Keeneland being a quirky track, it's a horse that's run once at Keeneland and then uh, won that race. So I like the fact that she has some experience on the track. She's got a really upfront style and is mm-hmm. always in the mix. So she's going to be in it until the end. If she has a nice lead in the stretch, uh, this race could be over. Harvey's Little Goyle is another beaten favorite. Bill Mott wins at about eh, about 20% with beaten favorites next time out. Horses run at the distance. It's always closing hard at the end. Uh, the three turf races that the horses had, one, uh, one of them missed by a neck and the other gave up the lead late last time out. So third time off the, uh, out of the barn, 
Horse should be at or near her best. Expecting a really good effort out of Triple Crown winner, daughter, American Pharaoh. So Harvey's little Goyle, <laughs> tongue-tied all these words. Harvey's little Goyle. You got to talk, talk like Popeye. You got to talk like Popeye to get that out. Yeah. Howie little Goyle. I can't you do it. Uh, I can't do impressions. <laughs> and neither can I. <laughs> I. I just tried and right. failed badly, like calling out Max and uh, I mean, Panther. We, we both try and, and you know, and, uh, mimic, um, you, know, prof- you know, not professional, successful sports bettors. And some, you know. With varying degrees of success. Yeah, I, I'm kind of streaky. I'm kind of like uh, J.R. Smith's shooting. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm either really on or not close. So, but fortunately, the last couple of weeks I've been mostly on. Oh yeah, yeah. Magic Attitude is uh, making her second U.S. start after starting her career in France without a French name. Thank God. Um, this is a horse that won her first start in the U.S. And many times these international shippers, they need a race before they, um, on mm-hmm. this side of the Atlantic, maybe yeah. they have some jet lag or something. You talked about that before. Yeah. Both ways. If they're going overseas or if they're coming from overseas, it takes them a little while to get their bearings. Yeah. To readjust to the yeah. new schedule, I guess. Maybe it's harder on them than it is on us. Yeah. They don't have coffee and shit like that. So probably that's, they just <laughs> give them other drugs nobody knows about. And then all of a sudden they really run a great race. Yeah. But they have uh, one of the top jocks here, Javier Castellano, is riding the horse, rode, him la- rode her last time. Uh, I expect you'll see an improvement in this horse in its second race. Um, it's done really well on turf, three wins, a second and a third. Uh, and like I said, I do like uh, horses that make them their second U.S. start. So mm-hmm. number seven, Michelin, is uh, the fourth pick. This is a horse that's six to one. Again, really good jockey and Florent Guru on there. Should have been on the French horse. Had the highest last race speed figure, which is always, a, again, a very positive note. It's a horse, again, that ran a little bit longer distance last time out than it did in its previous race and saw a nice improvement in its fractions. I really like to see that. That means the horse is kind of getting in shape. It's kind of like when you start jogging. And at first, you know, when you're running a mile, you feel like you're going to gag and choke and you can't figure out why the hell you're running. And then you do it for a couple of weeks and then all of a sudden you, you're running and you don't really feel the little pain and you're like, hey, I can actually run a mile. When you see a horse kind of make that kind of improvement, you know it's getting in form. Right. Well, that's why I take Lasix before I run. <laughs> it probably would help us too. Uh, but I don't see this horse getting first time Lasix, but it is a good betting angle usually. And uh, the second... Time Lasix is usually uh, is just as good. Is it? Mm-hmm. And then it's diminishing returns from that point on? Yeah, there's really not the same kind of impact. I guess the horses become uh, addicted and they need more and more and more. That's good. So in making his third start off a layoff, a 20% winner from Michael Stidham. And again, we're going to, because we're getting some decent value here with the, all of our horses. None of them are a big favorite in um so I think you're going to see maybe some of these horses go up a little bit in odds, down a little bit of odds, and all kind of balance out. So we're going to box in the exacta, the one, the two, the four, and the seven. One, two, four, if seven. If anybody scratches, we're going to start with the six, and then the eight would be our second choice. Okay. And then on the trifecta, one, two, four, one, two, four, seven, with one, two, four, six, and seven. I dig it. And that round that wraps up our our, our trip around um, horse racing USA. That's nice. You're going to post this over on the uh, on the app, right? 
Yeah, I'll, I'll post it on there. Just remind me again if I forget. Right. I'm trying to teach everybody just to call you out all the time. You can call there. me out. I'm, I'm I'm all for it. I don't. You know, I need the I need the reminder. The swift kick in the ass, as my mother used to right, say. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're Tom Brady. Bradying it. I, I'm. I was Tom Brady before Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Forgetting where you are, what the situation is. Correct. Confused, befuddled. It's just a natural state for me. It's a good way, you know, to plead ignorance, huh? I got CTE. Forgive me. <laughs> all right. Anything else we need to touch on? Or is that it? No, that's it for horse racing. A couple of weeks, you know, we're going to have the, uh, the, like I said, the Breeders' Cup. Yeah. There's, um, the, this is the last weekend for Breeders' Cup um, qualifiers. The tomorrow on Sunday is the last um, Breeders' Cup win in your in race. So the fields will be set. Don't forget about the contests over at oh, yes. uh, horseracingradar.com. Uh, one, we did get a feed with, um, with, Delayed results, so the standings will update. They may be somewhere about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, maybe half an hour after every race that they'll update, but you will know where you're standing, and so you'll see that. And there might be some other changes coming to that, too, um, in terms of maybe um, you know people who pay longer odds will get a few more points than those who bet shorter odds. Nice, or predict. nice. Okay. So, that may be coming, but the updated standings will be there maybe this weekend. I'm not sure if it'll be this weekend, if we've had time to implement that or not by this weekend, but they are coming. So, cool. And as um, Big Daddy Parlay mentioned, he put it right up on the screen. Yeah. Absolute degeneracy. The money went into his count the next day. So make sure you head on over there. Again, it's horse racing radar. It's free. Uh, first contest is today. It's uh, it's over already, but you can still get into Saturday and Sundays. So hundred bucks on Saturday and fifty bucks on Sunday. I like it. And Death Row is still he's 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 gaining ground on you. I'm not entering them anymore. Oh, okay. Well, then Death Row is going to overtake you. Death Row will, uh, yeah. Eventually, Death and Row will get me. <laughs> he's already as good as Chris. I don't know what that says. Maybe maybe uh, maybe you should, Chris should hire Death Row too and just sit it out. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Chris doesn't listen anymore. I can say whatever. The yeah, novelty is worn off. He doesn't give a shit. No, he doesn't pay attention to me. All right, Rich, get the hell out of here. I, I'm out of here, man. I'm going to go get some of my uh, girly caffeine and get some work done for Chris, ironically. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. 
new customer offer subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days please gamble responsibly gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in washington dc